Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to American Princess at After Buzz TV. Happy Pride Month. It's the last day of Pride, and we have the our own Pride of the Ren Fair in the house, Miss Mary Hollis and Dione Collins. Stay right there so that you can see them, too. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, y'all? Welcome back to American Princess After Show and After Buzz TV. I'm so happy to see y'all. We're glad to have you back. It's yes. not the same. Uh, y'all, y'all pause. Carla. Y'all were like, "Do we talk?" <laughs> <laughs> we never know. I want you to get everything out, and then we're like, "Yes, we like <laughs> That was pure comedy. I'm so happy to see y'all, but I'm even happier that we got two folks in the house from the Red Fair. We got Miss Dione Collins and Miss Mary Hollis in the house. Hey, ladies. ladies. Looking so beautiful. Thank, Thank you for coming. Thank you. Let me just say that I can I think I can speak for all of us up here. Oh, but before I say that, um our girl Taylor is not here, but she will be back with us next week. So Taylor, safe travels and we'll see you next week. But now let me get back to my girls. So <laughs> <laughs> we missed you, Taylor. Yes, we missed you. Um let me just say, I think I can speak for all of us when I say both of y'all give me life. When I saw that there were some chocolate people up in the rent there, I got my entire life. I'm like, oh, I know her. I'm going to call her and be like, yo, you want to come on the show? And then when I saw you, I was like, oh, she's giving me life. And this is what I love. Both of y'all are curvy. Both of y'all have personality. Both of y'all are killing it on the show. Thank you. Yeah. Killing it. Killing it. I mean, we have fun, and I think it shows. It, it does shows. show. You look like you're genuinely having a good time. Yeah. There was only a couple of times that I looked over at Dione while we were filming that I she looked like... miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it was 120 degrees in the Simi oh, Valley no. Desert. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's justified. I think anyone She's an old car. And also, like, I'm not afraid to just, like, pull my dress up and show those bloomers. And Dione was, like, Dione's a little less reserved. down for that. Yeah. I feel like after your first episode, I, uh, I can see how you'd be just like, anything goes at this point. I mean, yeah, I was a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> I can't stand you. We're going to have some fun. We're have a good time. So listen, you guys, this is how this is going to roll today. We're going to talk to my girls, Kelsey and Haley. We all going to have a little conversation and we will infuse bits and pieces of episode seven, The Tempest, and episode eight, Fair Emily. Yeah. Fair Emily Matters will infuse parts of those episodes into the conversation so that we're not, uh, so that we're using our guests to the best way possible, is what I want to say. Thank you. I'm a little tired, y'all. Y'all got to bear with a sister. <laughs> um, I'm just You're saying. And then what we will also do is we will have a millennial moment and we will, I will man the, ch- well, I'm not going to man the chat room because we're doing something a little different. Because the episode is airing while we're talking about it, I won't be able to man the chat room in real time, but I will man the chat room. All of us will man the chat room 
after the fact. After we can't the show be spoiling it for you guys. So we don't yeah. want to spoil it for y'all because we don't want to be those people. But leave comments and then we'll respond and exactly. we'll read them on air. Exactly. Yeah. And then we'll round it out with a little news from my girl Haley. Yep. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. So before we get into the episodes, I just want to know, Dione, how did American Princess come to you? Um, well, I went into audition actually for this for for this part. <laughs> really? I did. Yeah, I went in. Wow. I went in for for Delilah, <laughs> and um, the the great thing about it, everybody was really great and open, and I had such a good time, and I left. And I guess I can say this because I think at the table read of the pilot. Jamie came up to me and said, Oh, I just want to let you know that, you know, we loved you and you what you left. And Genji Cohen, our executive producer, said to the room, I think we found our Jenny. I think we, I still had to come back in and audition again, but I thought that was to the actors out there. It, you never know what, what'll happen, you know, yeah. when you go in for something and then you're like, oh, I got another part. Okay. You hear those stories all the time about people. Audi- like, there's a really famous story. Um, with friends, where mm-hmm. I think Courtney Cox auditioned for a different role. I think Courtney Cox auditioned for the Jennifer Aniston role, and vice versa. And when you look at it now, you can't imagine it being the way that they right. auditioned for it. Yeah. You imagine it exactly the way that it is. Congratulations, Thank girl. You. Yeah. And so you're doing double duty because you over at General Hospital, too. I am. We had our nurses ball, like, yeah. Okay, so talk to me ago. about the So you know I do an after <laughs> show here at After Buzz on General Hospital, so you know you got to come over there. You know I watch that show, too, right? Oh, do you? Oh, my God. I watch it every day. (laughs) Every day. So when I show up for like the episodes, I'm like, oh my gosh, so what's happening? And I get to find out like what happens. You know, because Ooh, it's, taped good to know. it's taped weeks ahead. Good to know, because I've been seeing some scandalous <laughs> stuff over there, too, as you know. But talk to me about the nurse, because the nurse's ball is like my favorite thing ever, because it's just so campy and wrong. <laughs> so what is it like when you guys rehearse for that every year? Is it like a three-week rehearsal? Is it like a week rehearsal? Like, I, we had a conversation about the song, because there was that the opening the opening number song <sighs> was Best of Our Love by The Emotions, which is this really... Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got the best of my love. Whoa, You got the best of my love. Yeah. So she was singing that song. We know song. it. We know it. She was singing that song, it? and I was like, "Ooh, my girl about to tear it up." Because that song, <laughs> that song is deceptively hard to sing. That hard. I mean, you know, you, you grow up hearing it, and you're like just singing. You know, as a ten year old, you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then you go to really sing it, and you're like, "Oh my god, this song is really hard." Well, on demonstrating alone, right? Demonstrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mary Hollis. Where did you yes. from? Like, yes. demonstrating. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was off key, but anyway. Yeah, you get that note. I'm going to let you do that. We get it, Dione. You should have been Delilah. Speaking of which, speaking of which, now how did your auditions go for Delilah? Well, I had a really, this is uh, last pilot season, um, and I had a really bad one. Well, it wasn't bad, but it was just like, it was the end of pilot season. I hadn't booked anything. I'd been held and released. Also, you know, great actor stories, just hang in there yep mm-hmm. um it's not over till it's over mm-hmm. and this these days you know it all kind of bleeds it's not just like one particular time of year that you can book something great and uh they i feel like these were like the last weekend in in march and um i knew jamie from the last show that i did the real o'neill she came in and guest spotted on an episode and i was Pause course, there for a second yes so that's what we have in common we both worked with somebody on The Real O'Neills. Want to know who it is? Who is it? J.R. Ferguson. <gasps> 
I worked with him on Living Biblically. Oh, my gosh. I love Jay Ferguson. Yeah, he's cool people. Okay, continue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He he remains a great buddy of mine. That whole cast does. But yeah, he's Jay, cool Jay and I play trivia together. He's He's yeah. not. <laughs> um, but I, I did. I went in for Jamie, and I knew that it was her. You know, it was her kind of life story mm-hmm. um, at the Rena- at the Renaissance Festival, and uh, I went in and I auditioned for her and Gingy, and uh, I had a great audition, and they held me, and then about a week later, we didn't hear anything, and they had released me, mm-hmm. and I was like. Little did I know, Dionne <laughs> Michelle Little Collins was coming <laughs> on your heels. Was right there, so they were like trying Little to figure out a way to give it to her. Sure it was on your heels. So they're like, "See you later, Mary Hollis. Uh, go find a new job." Um, but I remember feeling I, at the time I was like, you know, there's just like a little bit of uh, actor hubris that you know comes along with auditions that you feel like that's me. I, 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 I'm her. That's Mm -hmm. me. It's mine. It's gotta be mine. And, um, when they released me, that was a real blow. And it turns out that they were still searching for our Amanda and they wanted Amanda and, um, Delilah to have a certain amount of chemistry. They also didn't want to keep me on hold at the end of pilot season for a long time. So it was kind (laughs) of them to let me go. And then they brought me back in after they found Amanda and, the rest is history. Knowing oh, wow. Jamie before, did you walk in with any more confidence in other auditions? Did you think a part of you was like, we have this connection, so I think a little honestly, bit more? Honestly, it was the opposite. Jamie's okay. amazing, and she is such an actor. You know, she's she's actor writer, so she is you know a great friend and a good a great fan. But I think I was more nervous. You know, because they were her words, and I wanted to like. You wanted to get it right. Justice. I wanted to get it right, and I wanted her to be proud, and I I didn't want us to have an awkward moment where it was like, "Girl, you're my friend," but that was that was some mess right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I wanted to do I wanted to do good by her, and of course, being in the room with Gingy Cohen for the first time, that was you know important too. So it went well, and um, I love playing Delilah. And then and when you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know we're like, <laughs> say when, so Amanda was cast, when you met her, did you feel like, yes, this is the race of it? Did you guys have that instant chemistry that they were hoping you would have? We did. And we actually had it over um, a Facebook chat oh, okay. because she was still, uh, George is from Australia mm-hmm. and she was still in Australia. And I remember when we kind of, you know, when they solidified casting, we started communicating through Facebook and um, she was, I was immediately, um, you know, taken with her. She's a little bit younger than I am and was, had never really spent any time in LA. Mm. So I got to like kind of guide her on where to live when she was out here. And we kind of did that all virtually. And so we kind of established a great thing. Oh, that's cool. Through the, through the internet. Um, and then she got here and I just wrapped my arms around her and I was like, Aww. Oh, we're going to be fine. Aww. She's like a little sister, you know, she's like, because that's another thing on camera. It does seem very natural for you guys. It seems like yeah. you have that banter it's that effortless. they wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had a blast. And I think, you know, coming, it, it being a new, a new show, we're all finding our way and what it, it is tonally and who we are to each other. And I think George and I just kind of had a natural, like, we're both pretty new, but this was her first big show in America. And it was my second big series jump. regular. <laughs> and I support people. Those are the jobs that I usually get. Um, you know, um, not number one. I'm really good at supporting number one. And I feel like that was beneficial for both of us. That's cool. Now, we asked Shauna this question when she was here. How difficult was it for you to 
um, get a grasp on the language because it flips back and forth between that Queen's English and the way we talk in real life. I think for um, Jenny and Bo, we're we're Playtrons, so they didn't want us speaking in that Elizabethan way. They just like pretend Elizabethan, so I didn't have to have an English accent. It just was sort of put on. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. something specific that they wanted from us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. For me, I don't remember it being particularly hard to switch in and out. Um, it was, you know, written so well that I knew when that was happening. And so if I memorized it with the Elizabethan and then as Delilah, those were like really fun switches, honestly. And I think the the show for me in general was just a way to not have to turn it down. I'm constant. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> you turned up I'm an all the time. I'm a comedian. I come from theater. I am like constantly told like, Mary Hollis, that was great, but could we take it down? Like, Six to seven notches. You're like, no, nope, don't. And I'm have like, that. I don't know if I have that in me. Um, so I think for a lot of us Rennies, it was real easy to kind of put it on blast and, you know, go back to that theater sensibility. And that's what the Renaissance Festival is. There'd be times where she would, they would throw lines at you and try this. And oh yeah, this and just ad lib. And then they, they oh. finally just, I mean. I don't know if this was a good thing or a bad thing, but they finally started miking me for every setup because they never knew what I was about. Oh, I think okay. that's so great. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So you keep dangerous. It, you get some material. Dangerous. <laughs> Were you able to have that freedom to improvise a lot of your lines or some of your lines? I think once we got it, they were very. It, it, the, again, I can't stress enough how like kind of terrible the conditions were in the Simi Valley <laughs> Desert in the in the summertime. We yeah. had a blast working on the show. But um, it wasn't like, we, we all tried to keep it pro and do the scripted because the scripts were great. Mm-hmm. Why mess with mm-hmm. those, you know? Right. And um, none of us came in and just said, like, we're going we're gonna to do whatever we want with these brilliant scripts. But I think if we got it down pretty quickly, then they would say fun run and we would do a fun we run. would ham it up, yeah. And I throw lines to us too. Yeah, and I wouldn't they let was... anybody talk as I'm. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> that you guys said cute. before that you only had one table read for the first episode. Yeah. So, what was that first initial table read? Meeting everyone, kind of uh, figuring out the fun. dynamics. Talk about it. It was fun. It was fun. Um, we had a guy in a saxophone show, a guy cool. playing a saxophone. Okay, so Gingy, I guess, was going into her final season of Orange is the New Black, and mm-hmm. Jamie had sent some gift, which I can't remember what I Jamie, our showrunner, had sent to Gingy as a you know first table read gift. So our gift, in turn, was a guy topless, uh, a shirtless man playing <laughs> oh saxophone <laughs> topless. He had <laughs> suspenders um, on. He had suspenders on, but they were like holding up his saxophone, and he played... Um, I'm never gonna dance again, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh uh, my goodness, George Michael on, on top of the table, oh, on top yeah. of the no. a guilty, guilty pleasure. I think that was it. Careless whispers. It doesn't matter. He I'm was... just picturing the man with a saxophone at a table with the read. suspenders. That's what <laughs> I'm looking at. And he at. jumped up on the table. I mean, papers are flying. Like, and he's just walking back and forth. It was so oh my gosh! Like this show will be fun. <laughs> and we've got this. You know, we've got this whole group of. Uh, we've got lifetime people there. We've got our writers there. Our writers are, you know, the best people. So funny. What a weird bunch of people too. Like <laughs> from all sorts. You know. Um, but they are just the best. And then, you know, Jamie, who's beaming this, her first show. I mean, it was just, it it was so exciting and everybody felt it. And we're all, you know, none of us are really names. Lucas Neff has, you know, had a lot of success with Raising Hope and other things, but we're just kind of, and Rory O'Malley's, you know, Broadway's Rory O'Malley. Mm -hmm. Broadway baby. Hi, Rory. (laughs) (laughs) 
we were just, it was just excitement from the very beginning. And we kept that. Yeah. And then we went to camp together. I love that. What does that mean? I mean, the Ren Fair was camp. Filming that show was like summer camp. Then that's what that it looks like. Fun. It yeah. looks very much like that. So you were talking, let's flip back to talking about the horrible weather conditions. Because <laughs> that ties right into this episode that we just watched. <laughs> I mean, who honey, who knows was that rain, was that real rain or were they manufacturing the rain? No, it was, it was fake. And I think a lot of people, it, you know, it was sunny out for a lot of that. Um, okay. So they were making movie magic with all of that rain. I love yeah, it when there it rains was, on set. I love it, too. Yeah. I, I bet that was out. nice in the it. costumes as well. Did that feel good that day, having um, rain coming down as it was hot? Or was and, it sticky, wet, gross? I couldn't get I couldn't get wet in my costume. Jenny could oh. never get wet. I don't you, like got a, you got a little bit of mud on you. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And that was a big day. <laughs> did you guys ever have fun day. mud fights outside of the set? When well, it was all over. The thing is, Beth Morgan, our costume designer, did oh. such a fabulous <laughs> job. But she had people. I mean, it was like there was security around those costumes. And Dione can speak to this, too. I mean, mine was a little different. I'm a washer wench. So I could, you know, if it got too hot, I could just go over to the well and, you know, right. like, the, like the mud pit guys. And right. And get myself messy. Dione, if you notice, I mean, if she's at the mud pit, not only is she in the layers of garb, she is also wearing a plastic, plastic. Tarp over. Her. Oh my! It's just like. <laughs> but I think this episode they they had two dresses, so oh, yeah, I was dress. able to the you know with the mud and stuff. If it got dirty this time, they were like, "We got another one. It's okay." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So what I, is, what is Jenny's take on Amanda? Jenny loves Amanda. She loves Amanda. She and Bo love the Ren Fair. I feel like they're. Normal people living their lives, and this is the way for them to express themselves. I also, Jenny makes all her costumes. Oh. And makes Bo's costumes. That's one of the things that Beth, Beth said to me. She was, your character made these costumes. It's like, <laughs> okay. She did it. I, I, she yeah. did it. I can't Jenny sew for my, for my life. <laughs> like, Dione's like, what? Jenny got skills, but Dione's like, where's the needle? Dione's How did you like, uh, What's a sewing machine? Everything we've heard from these real-life Rennies, that's not uncommon. And elaborate costumes yeah. at that, like she and Bo wear on the show. I mean, they're gorgeous. The 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 handiwork on them is so gorgeous. All of the costumes seem to be very right within the period. Like you mm-hmm. you you look like you're from that period. Like yeah. I was telling the girls in an earlier episode that we did that I used to work in theme parks. I worked at King's Dominion a long time ago, and right up the road from King's Dominion is Bush Gardens. Yeah, right. Sure. And so they have like a little Ren fair situation happening. Sure. At Bush Gardens, and I remember those costumes being very similar to what you guys wear in the show. Yes. Beth, I, I can't say enough. Beth Morgan does not. Amazing. Out of the park. With your they background in theater, had you had costumes like that in the past? Uh, all the theater that I ever did, uh, we didn't have any money, so <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. I, I've had some great costume theater. designers along the way who've gotten very creative, and 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 some of them have had a little bit of a budget to play, but this was unlike anything. And then you look at all of all of our our background and our you know feature background performers there's 200 people a lot of those days and they were with us the whole summer and they're incredible wow wow okay dione you had a plastic tarp covering (laughs) this outfit that you wore is that is that right what i picked up um was that extra hot on the days like how did you manage your costume because we were talking a little bit about this it seems like it prohibited like eating you had to put this on every time you 
eight or in between takes maybe? How was, how, how did that work? Not in between takes, but we definitely had to, during lunch, I had to go to the the wardrobe trailer and like, I'm ready for my plastic. (laughs) (laughs) And I put it on and they put it on me and then I'd go and eat. And it was really hard to eat because the corset is cutting you off. And so you feel like you, you kind of disappear like this. So you're like, Uh (laughs) don't get me wrong. I had a ball. I mean, I would do it again in a heartbeat. You know, uh, I do feel like a a organ shifted a little Uh bit. But hey, you know what? Because those bad boys are tight. They are tight. I mean, I was really like banking on like corset training over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you right now, everybody listening, that's a myth. (laughs) And I'm ready to argue that. Until the day is done. That is hilarious. Fun talk about the the costumes because it's something that we don't think about. They look so beautiful on screen and the work that goes into making those are incredible and it pays off when we're watching it. But talking about it is incredible. It's it's things that you don't think about not having, being able to eat without plastic. Or go to the bathroom. Or go to the bathroom. And the the heat on top of all of it. Not so much for for Delilah because like you say, you just hike your stuff up. (laughs) Mary Hollis was like, Guys, sorry. <laughs> Freeze the wind. I just, I mean, not only was uh, was the entire crew like on our second episode when Delilah starts the episode by pleasuring herself. If we've got fans out there listening, is that, that was funny. And uncomfortable for you, or are you just like I'm an actress? It's my job. It's <laughs> uncomfortable for me. Nothing makes got, you nervous or embarrassed. We've got all these comedy. old crew guys out there who were also the best in the business and such like troopers but i just remember one of our ad's saying okay we're gonna get uh going on the take and uh if anybody needs earplugs just let me know <laughs> so not, between that and the fact that i was just like walking around in my bloomers you know in between take, i just because you, girl, look, you had to do what you had to do yeah. you did what you had to do how about your family you. members seeing like you're on this new show check it out guys <laughs> seeing one yeah um, my mom has found like really uh sweet ways of complimenting the show uh not unlike like you know, um, you were up there, you know, uh-uh. not <laughs> really you doing your thing. Not you were up there. I know, oh in my the God. light. That's um, pure comedy. No, my mom is, my mom is such a, a fan and, and such a great supporter. My mom and my dad both, and they watch every episode, won't miss one, oh. but it's very interesting to watch her like not talk about the top of the episode, Just but go like, your song it. was great. <laughs> or like, you, you know, beautiful. you look so cute, you know. I love that that was up there because on Broadway, we have this thing that when you go to see, when you go see somebody in a Broadway show and this, they know because they laughing already. When you go see somebody in a Broadway show and the show is not stellar or they were not stellar and they come and it's always the ones that want to ask you what you thought sure. and they come out and they're like, so what did you think? And you go, you were up there. You were up there. You, were you up did there. your thing. You like you were, you were having a thing. good time you look like you were having fun are you having fun i'm glad you have a good i'm glad you having a good time you Girl, guys were working y'all yeah. working it out yeah. i think i'm gonna use that line now you're yeah. up there you're you up, up there, there. you're doing your That's, thing that is cold for that was some mess yeah. but i'm not gonna say it was some mess but that was some mess right there my daddy called my daddy you know he always gives me like a recap of the show oh. um, being my biggest fan he there my parents are in arkansas and he'll call and give me a recap of the show and after the after last week's episode um 105 um the period party episode where mm-hmm. Delilah you know pulls her panties down he he goes oh my gosh Mary Hollis sitting next to your mother while you were inspecting yourself in that 
bus. Wow, that was really difficult. (laughs) Daddy, you have no idea how hard it was to pull my underwear down in front of the crew and not actually show anything. That was the gift. (laughs) That's a gift right there. That was the hard part. That's a gift right there. Well, let's let's uh, chat a little bit about this episode. These two episodes, episode seven and episode eight. We talked a little bit about the fact that the weather conditions were not ideal for the seventh Mm -hmm. episode. It was raining and there was a whole lot going on. But Amanda and David got a little closer. They almost kissed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some kids interrupted that. The kids had their own little show where they were imitating people, which was pure comedy, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have um, Juan Andreas and Brian have broken up and both of them in their own little way are wallowing in their Mm self-pity over that situation. What would you say are your... um, your favorite moments from that particular episode, if you remember? Um, Take me, it away. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, the mud fight was so much fun. That was yeah. like, that was like Ren Fair oh, Gone Wild. It was so much fun just to see the two of them like drugging through that. Yes. <laughs> just, like trying to get at each other. How many times um, did they have to shoot that? Uh, that you weren't there for that, right? You you left. Well, I got point. to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm not in the mud fight. I don't have to run around the. Hmm. I didn't have to run around the fair, which I was grateful for. Yay! <laughs> time and time again. Um, Yay. I thought they. I think they shot it. Well, they shot it with the stunt people first. The stunt oh. women. Mm. Oh. Yeah, there were stunt women that like did a lot of the stuff. Oh. And then and then Shauna oh, that and was Georgia cut very came well, in because you can't tell. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The stunt women were amazing. Oh, what a fun right. job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They were in the mud and they were getting it in their mouths Ooh. and stuff. And yeah. they're like, I got a spot, you know, and it was, yeah. they were, everybody was really great and the crew was great. And, um, and also, like, for me and my fun part was, like, got engaged. I am yeah, a I've yeah. never been engaged before, but I got engaged. <laughs> I love that. It was like, <laughs> and she had that hand out there, too, honey. Yeah. She was like, I got engaged. I got engaged. She's like, look, 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 look. <laughs> As one said, it was so sweet. It's so sweet. And I love, I love my, that couple. Yeah. yeah. And Mike Lane is so great. The The couple. It's they're they're the best. I know that, that show that um the show features a lot of kids. Jamie's kids are in that. Oh, those are Jamie. Oh. And they're they're going to be watching so I need to do a special shout out to uh, Nola and Walter. Yay. And um and a couple of the other kids uh just from around in Fair Spirit were in that. I love that. Because that was the first time up up until the time they introduced your son. That was really the first time we've seen like a plethora of kids populating the Ren Fair. Up until that moment, we just saw a lot of adults. Yeah. So it was cool Mm -hmm. to see, you know, because you know, these people have children and families and it was nice to see that all play out on screen for once. That was very, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I have to know if little boy is just as cute. Offset as he's he seems so on the screen. Cute. My God, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> he has that curly hair. Yes. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't have any children, but I just feel like they gave me an upgrade with that casting. <laughs> like, he is the cutest he's the kid. He's adorbs. I was like, oh, you think that I could be the mother of him? <laughs> he's he's pretty adorbs. He's so cute, and we bonded straight away. We have a handshake. It's it's Aww. it's great. Yeah. Having a little bit of some inappropriate comments here and there. What is it like with the kids on set? What's that dynamic? You know, I don't remember if we. I guess for um, Tyler, the kid who plays my son, he's just the perfect age where a lot of it flies over his head. Mm. He's got great. Know. He's got a great mom too, who's on set, who you know can explain anything quickly in in the way that she sees fit. And then some of it, I think, is not shot with the kids there. It's okay. just movie magic where 
It looks shift. like they were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were, yeah. Um, but he, they're also like, I, I find this with um, the, the Hollywood kids, the, the child actors, they're just a little bit more um, savvy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at least they know like, like I can't, like they're like, I can't behave that way, but like I get it, but I can't talk about it. It's just, there's like a, there's an elevated. They understand it's their job. On yeah. Set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like pint sized adults is what they really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause they kind of have to be. Right. Yeah, I think the industry forces you to grow up a yeah, little bit. They're expect, yeah. they're expected to, they're expected to be an adult in a world where you really want to just be a kid. And mm-hmm. and the good mamas, you know, you can tell like Tyler's mom is incredible. And I'm sure that if he had any questions, that's for their ride home or exactly. the ride to work. You it's know? like, I'm the mom on set, but you got this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have you fun. That one. Yeah. You're the fun one. Yeah. All right. Now let's, let's pop on over to episode eight. What for everyone in the house, what are your favorite top three moments from fair Emily? Well, this is a big episode for Delilah, and I yes. think that the thing that it, it really, truly to me is the episode that sort of encapsulates the entire series in the season. Um, family matters. Uh, you know, Delilah goes to court over custody for um, little boy. Her parents, her evangelical Christian parents, have you know decided they're coming after her, which is why in 107 we see Delilah being kind of cagey. She's just not quite herself, and you can't quite put your finger on like what you know her off day is all about and it's because her parents are coming after her for custody full blown custody of this child that they haven't spent any time with and she's raising him on this fair in this fair and they don't you know agree with that so the fact that the community of the the rennies comes around her and one of the most special moments was being in that courtroom in costumes that we you know we're out of our our garb and Delilah's got this fabulous suit on and they're fighting for her life, you know, her, her son's life, their, their, their lives. She's like the den mother of the Ren Fair though. Yeah. Like everybody loves her. Everybody wants to be with her. Everybody wants up. to hang out with her and they show up. So of course they're yeah. going to show up And one her. of my favorite things is looking behind me, you know, and we've got David, Lucas Neff's character, you know, he's there in his like overalls. None of us really know how to like dress or behave in court. Like it's not our thing. And right. It's such a a weird juxtaposition. Just to everybody, yeah. But Bill Purple directed this episode. Uh, Rob Suddeth, who I worked with on The Real O'Neills, wrote it. And I think that it is, it really just, it's, it's, the sh- it's, I've always said that Maggie's the head of the fair. Delilah's the heart of the fair. And I think that this episode surrounding her in this custody battle is, it's my favorite one. We That's see more sides. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You and saying Amanda she's the heart. gets to come for you know yeah, Amanda that says, women there for each other type dynamic. Right when she's when she's forced into that kind of intervention, you know, with her family back in New York, she doesn't quite know how to say what's right about her new life. You know, she's mm-hmm. so kind of caught off guard by saying like, "Well, this is wrong, and we think it's weird." And have you joined a cult? And she's kind of like. I like it. I can't explain why, <laughs> you know, right. or, or I can't really like defend it. Right. And when it's, when it's Delilah in this, in this battle, she knows how to defend it. And she has that beautiful monologue that I think is so, I think it's really powerful. And George, George Flood does that incredibly well. I and mean, we I, see I was them, crying. We see your character there for her in the beginning. And now this is her turn to be there for you. Yes. So I loved mm-hmm. seeing that she's right there yes. for you when you need it. Yes. And she tells you exactly why this works. This lifestyle works, not for everybody, but mm-hmm. it certainly is a place to go, you know, for a lot of people who feel like they don't, maybe they don't quite, you know, get along with their family or they don't, they haven't really like figured out what they 
what else they want to do. And this, this sort of pretend is, you know, the best thing and the the loveliest thing. And it's full of love and it's full of community. And I think we could all use a little Well, you did that. such a great job with this episode. You can tell that this is your big episode. We've seen a lot of you on this one, which was great to do <laughs> and see. Um, and we got to see you, like you've been talking, in different um, from the Ren Fair to normal clothes and just in a different light and seeing everybody surround you. And that was just a good shift, I think, yeah. for your character. And um, seeing how everybody has surrounded you and um just coming together like you were talking about um but was that challenging as a character to go from you know playing in the Ren Fair to going into your same character but in the courtroom a very serious matter it it wasn't um I think because I adored that script so much and again that the model you know I read the whole script and the monologue that Amanda gives at the end is so beautiful but I think you know everything is you know if we're, if we're doing our jobs as actors i think that you know everything is in truth so even delilah heightened is you know that's truthful for delilah mm-hmm. delilah's gonna hug you and she's gonna kiss on you and she's gonna you know wrap you in all this love but when you're talking about taking your kid away it was not hard to play like tyler and i my little boy had gotten so bonded at that point all i had to do was think about that and then i had to think about the people who were sitting behind me who, you know, we play in the dirt all day. We play pretend all day. And this is real life stuff. And here we are doing our best to, like, state our case. And I, I couldn't help but get emotional. Lana Horchowski is our makeup artist. She did a phenomenal job, you know, on the show, too. She's such talent. But um, she she realized that she just had to carry the little, like, tear blower oh, yeah. in her bag. And every time I didn't need it because everybody, it was just like so moving to be in there and to not just imagine Delilah who doesn't really like, she doesn't get out in the world that way. She certainly doesn't go to court, you know? So she's like, it's almost like you saw her be reminded of, yes, I am all these great things. And she just kind of needed to hear it and found her confidence. And we've discussed before that the whole idea of the Renaissance is this fake world, but all these people within this play pretend world are finding their real selves and these real yes. connections that you realize this is the real world, yes. not so, what everyone's pretending to be outside. Right. They're and having they're a getting... whole another self discovery. Everyone there, everyone at the Ren Fair in the world of American Princess is having a whole new discovery of their own. Yes. Like, I don't think Jenny thought that going to the Ren Fair every day was going to result in her getting an engagement. You know what I mean? I'm sure she, I'm sure her character at some point, you know, all women want that moment where someone wants to, to um, confess they want to spend the rest of their lives with you. Every girl wants that moment. Did you get engaged? I'm engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why y'all looking all cagey? Oh, congratulations. Well, we talked about this um, a couple episodes ago. a very special episode of the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kelsey gets engaged. Kelsey gets engaged. Yeah, but when I watched this from the very beginning episode, that's why it kind of moved with me, too, because it's her on her wedding day and I had been engaged, you know, for a couple months now and just watching that being like, Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine like what she's going yeah. through and just watching that and everything. So it's been, it's been a journey, you know, yeah. it's fun to watch it from this perspective <laughs> yeah. too, you know, and you know what Anyways. else has been a journey? The fans that we have here at after buzz TV that oh, watch yeah. American princess in their right. Ah, That's right. Miss Carla. So <laughs> as much as we love talking about the episode, we love even more seeing what you guys think about it. So before we move on with our interview, just want to say thank you for making after buzz ESPN of TV talk, but we do need your help to continue to grow. So if you're on YouTube, you know, you got to hit that thumbs up button for us at five 
star. That's the only one we have. The rest of them are broken. But no matter what, <laughs> leave us comments. We love to engage in conversation. If you have questions for future guests, we love to be involved as much as possible with you guys. So being a part of After Buzz TV, it means so much to us. We truly appreciate it and keep those likes and comments coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we might have like a little millennial moment today. Yes. <laughs> We do. We have a, a medieval fact for you from the millennial moment. Um, and that we've talked about the costumes a lot uh, tonight. And so I want to continue talking about the fashion um, because it's so iconic at Ren Fairs. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of fun facts about the trends. Okay. From the Rins. Mary's like, okay, let me <laughs> okay. sit on my hands I and get ready. Don't know you, guys, you guys can let me know. Like, how, Make sure it's accurate, everything. Yeah, We're not here to test you. Okay, so I'm going to just set this up. Between the years of 1568 and 1574, Queen Elizabeth required all women to cover their hair. You had to abide by your class structure, of course, when wearing a hat. But here are a few variations that were seen. I think we have some pictures. Um, we saw the popularity of muffin caps, biggins, and straw hats. Women also wore their hair pinned up or braided under their hats. And we see a lot of this on the show. Yes. So make sure you look out for different hats. Um, the women's hair is always braided and pulled up. I know, Mary Hollis, I see yours a lot. And <laughs> you have the best hats <laughs> as well. So that's always fun to see. Now for men... We all know that it's a comparison game for men. We talked about that last week on uh, this episode. Um, this period proved to be no different. It was all about the size of your oh. shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the girls were like, uh-oh. Uh, where are we going? With this show, you never know, right? You okay. never know. Men wore long-toed shoes that were called car cows. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. They would even stuff wool or moss at the tip of it to keep their shape. These were popular from the medieval era into the Renaissance era. And although this was trendy back in the day, it's more practical to adapt the moccasins or the boots at the Ren Fair. So we might not see many of those on TV or even when you go to the Ren Fair. So that is your Ren fact for today. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Clap, clap, clap. Nancy Pelosi, clap for you. Yes. Back to the costumes, too. What I I found so exciting about Beth's design, because we're at a Renaissance festival, you know, you can have somebody in almost full garb and tennis shoes. Because under your dresses. Because they're like walking, you know. Because nobody knows. Yeah, well, and also if they pull them up, we might use that. I definitely would if I could really wear that. I was in tennis shoes. (laughs) But, I know you were. You were like, it's and, all about the comfortability. And, they, and no, no, they they decided no, she would be wearing tennis shoes because, because if you go to the Renaissance Festival now, you'll see ladies in full garb, but they got to keep their feet comfortable all day. Yeah, yeah you're, you're walking. standing up and walking around all day. That cannot be cute. Absolutely. So you got you, you know, got to protect them bunions. You got the people <laughs> the there drinking and walking from one event to the next <laughs> event, <laughs> real. getting wet. Look. So there were there were just things that were like you know that. That a, another costume designer might it might have driven them crazy, you know, to include like a pair of white tennis shoes under all this garb. But she was like, no, I mean, she that's was all festival. about it. All yeah. right, I think with the platrons, that's where it was because we we just visit. We yes. would wear whatever we wanted, but I think everybody else had to wear the shoes yeah. and stuff. Cool. But that's well, nice. <laughs> cool. So moving into the final stretch of the series, we got another double header coming at us yes. next week, um, and I think you guys only shot ten episodes total, right? Yes. So, what are our predictions for next week? Ooh. How do we? How do we? I mean, I know you can't say. I know you can't say. I mean, after tonight's episodes, you know, like Amanda's got 
some decisions to make about her love life and where she's going to stay. And I think the ending is going to be very satisfying. We did have a little bit of gossip that I wanted to share based on the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So we talk about the dynamic between Amanda's character, Georgia and Flood, and Uh she shared on her social media, you guys singing backstage, just having so much fun. So how often you guys have these little singing parties together? Georgia is so, she's got a phenomenal voice. She does music too. And she is like, you know, kind of, kind of headed in the direction of making an album and she's got, I mean, she's so talented, but, um, we just, we're all, we're all sort of musical. We all sing all the time. Makes sense with theater, especially. And, yeah, we're all a bunch of, like, theater geeks, you know? So Yeah, Diony's anybody... a musical theater diva. She's being all, like, coy and shy <laughs> no, and no, not I... too tooting her own horn. But, you know, come on now. But, share. you know, you know, the theater people, we always sing off key on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, it's fun. Because it's hard. To, it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to do. But I, I won't do that. I will always. She's like, yeah, I'm not trying. I'm to a, do. No, no, no. I'm an amateur, just looking for my shot to Broadway. So I can't afford to sing off. Hey, it sounded good on Instagram. Um, thank you. you know, but we, we're always looking for you know between Dione and George and Rory. I'm not. I'm not a and Rory and Shauna mm-hmm. is just. So talented. I mean, we see yeah, an right? Like Shauna's ridiculous, mind blowing. Like what a love letter to like the New York theater actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, we just did, and I think it was also a way to like you know part of that summer camp atmosphere. You just don't let anything hit the floor. It's, you know, bad improv to not to let you know if somebody starts singing a song from Evita, you join. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to join in. in. Whether you know the lyrics or not, you just got to hit it and quit it. So we're looking forward. <laughs> okay, to I'm just saying we'll you hear do. about a season two, and hopefully in that season two we will get a musical episode. Yes. That would be fun. Well, I All think right. when y'all do that season two and y'all had a musical episode, that you need to give us some cameos as your so you, you know panel yeah. that gives the show some love. You I'm just saying. Guys are in. We appreciate you so much. You followed Thank it from the guys. very beginning, and we just you know we're a brand new show trying to find our audience and. It's so helpful. To, well, it's amazing to for us to meet you guys in person and be like, wow, they are just as nice as we would hope they would <laughs> yes. be. Like, you guys, if anyone deserves it, it would be people like you. We're and working you. stiffs. We're just out here doing it. Look, and kudos <laughs> and not for nothing, but I appreciate you. Every every guest that we've brought on the show from American Princess has been very communicative about what's going on with the show and giving us a heads up, like with the double episodes. Sure. We didn't know. Y'all gave us, you gave me a heads up. You were like, um, I don't know if you know, Diva, yeah. but there's two episodes airing today. Yeah, how do we do it? Yeah, so I appreciate the fact that you and Shauna and all the others and Jamie, you know, everybody's been very, very communicative about what's going on with the show and giving us a heads up so that we can all make this the most pleasurable enjoyable experience as possible for us but for for the people watching so thank you we love our show and we know we've got like a great strong and small audience watching it who love it too so we're just trying to get it out there and we appreciate you and i think that's a great way for us to end it up so to let people know how to find you ladies look right up there and tell them what your social media (laughs) handles are we start with Dione first. Uh, Dione Michelle Collins at Dione Collins. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary. Uh, Tinder. Uh, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Jenny Craig. <laughs> um, oh, no. What are, what are mine? Uh, uh, Instagram, Mary Hollis Inboden. And I'm on Twitter at Mary Hollis. And Inboden is I-N, not E-N, just so y'all know. I-N. And where can we find you, Miss Kelsey and Miss... Haley. You can find me online at, at Kels Hightower on Instagram and Twitter. 
And I'm Twitter and Instagram at HeyJ, underscore. And you can find me, your girl, Carla Renata, across all... (laughs) Hey, snap, snap. (laughs) You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can also find me right before this show at AfterBuzz TV doing the General Hospital after show. And in a couple of hours prior to that, you can find me over at Black Hollywood Live doing The Curvy Critic with Carla Renata, where I talk about all things movies and have a special guest or two there. (laughs) But thank you guys so much for joining us for the American Princess After Show here at AfterBuzz. Here we go. Ready? Huzzah! Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 